the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and welcome to the Monday show. As believe it or not, we near the end of 2020, a truly disgusting year in human history, where the greatest mistake in history was made, the uh, worldwide lockdown, which uh, for the most part achieved nothing except ruining vast numbers of people's lives, bringing hundreds of millions to the brink of starvation, but it made wealthy liberals around the world feel great because they didn't suffer from it. The, the wealthy and employed, not all employed are wealthy, so there's are two categories. The wealthy and employed are pro-lockdown because their empathy for people who have lost their livelihoods is zero. In fact, it's basically contempt. That's the way it works. You noticed any unemployed people shouting how great the lockdown is? I haven't, I haven't seen them or heard them. That's, that's the moral fact of life in this despicable idea. We can ruin lives because if it saves one life, well, we'll find out because it'll be interesting to see the excess death numbers for 2020. And I must say, the story of the weekend for Dennis Prager, I'm not even sure I said I'm Dennis Prager. So on behalf of Dennis Prager, I will tell you what I think the story of the week. I wonder if you would guess. I wonder if the living, living martyr knows me as well as any human being has ever known me. Let's say my wife, well, my two spouses. Yeah, I would say they know me the best. And and you know me. I just want you to know, my listeners, you really do know me. There is nothing hidden. There's no uh, black box or act here. Anyway, t- guess what you think. I think it, uh, I'll give you a hint. It was a video. It went up uh, when I, I, don't, I guess it went up on Twitter. Can't believe that the Twitter didn't take it down. It was the two-year-old girl kicked off United Airlines with her family. Let me tell you why I almost cried. I almost cried for the family. I almost cried for America. My love of this country is well known to you, my listeners. And it's I've always noted that I very rarely have been disappointed in people because I've, I, I have a very good built-in Geiger detector of, of goodness. So I just don't bring non-good people, and I haven't in, brought them into my life as a general rule. In fact, as a, as a rule, I don't need general. So it's a, it's a disappointment to me to see so many Americans 
acting cruelly, stupidly, irrationally, and worst of all, unquestioningly obedient. Now let me let me find out. Maybe maybe you know. If United Airlines had let the two-year-old girl fly without a mask, she, she refused to put it on. Would some snitch on the plane cause United to be sued by the the FAA or something? Do you have any idea? D- does an airline have have any latitude? It. I don't know. You, you're saying yes, but you know that's true. That, so, so it's United's fault, not the rules' fault. I, I want to know whose fault it is. I want to know. Uh, I I would have stood up. I know this. It, 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 you can't always know how you would react in a situation. I know. I would say, uh, excuse me. She's two years old. No one here can be infected by her, even if she's infected. Th- this is. This is cruel. They still would have thrown her off, perhaps, probably. But but what if 10 people stood up? But nobody stood up. The most depressing part of it was, was that nobody stood up. Yes, let's kick this family off because the two-year-old won't wear a mask. What have we come to? What have we come to? The spine of America has been crushed by the left. It's been, it's been, it's been the whimpization of the country. That's to me the most depressing. Tell me if you, 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 my listeners, tell me if you agree or disagree. People should have stood up. They should have surrounded the family. You'll have to push me aside, flight attendant, to take this this family away. Not only that, they sent the luggage to New York. How are they supposed to get it? Did you know that? Yeah, that's what the woman said on the video. I'd like to play the video for uh, if we could find it. Let's let's play it. Two-year-old girl. The only the only one who had uh, courage on that plane was the two-year-old girl. Well, the parents, I guess, too. Do you think two-year-olds should uh, have to wear masks? I'll tell you, if if this is what we've come to, that people believe that, that two-year-olds uh, can infect people and who will then die from it or get really sick, <laughs> that we, we, uh, it's, it's over, baby. It's over. <laughs> wow. This is uh, the post-World War II generation. Generations have uh, been uh, weakened deeply. 1-8-Prager-776-877-243-776-877-243. We should put the video up. I, I should put it, obviously, tweet it, but we should put it up at DennisPrager.com. I am very curious. Do, why didn't anybody stand up? That That's just... It's okay to throw a two-year-old and a whole family off a plane? Is that is that how the average American feels? Maybe that should be my column, you know? 
thinking of writing is another disgusting issue this week this weekend this vile doctor just this doctor reminded me of the uh, the statement in the Talmud the second holiest uh, work for Jews the best doctors go to hell I don't even know if he's one of the best doctors but I wouldn't uh, vouch for where he's going if there is a good God who judges people. This guy, Richard Friedman, a psychiatrist and a contributing opinion writer to Pravda. I mean, New York Times. I'm not being cute. He's asked that uh, doctors who support hydroxychloroquine essentially be be indicted for medical malpractice. So this guy is responsible for deaths. He's a killer, this man named Richard Friedman. And I'll prove it to you. I will prove to you that he's a fraud. He won't debate. I will retract what I said. He's not a fraud if he will debate. But they never debate. Do you know of any leftists who debate? They smear. They don't debate. I'll... I'll, I'll I will pay, I will get the money to pay all expenses to have it videoed, to find a place, okay? He doesn't have to worry about anything. We'll come to him. This is the garbage that the New York Times publishes. I would, it's, you know, I don't, I no longer believe it's an arm of the Democratic Party. I believe the Democratic Party is an arm of the New York Times. The New York Times calls the shots. Oh, God, there was something. Oh, why didn't I take it out? Somebody wrote in a piece. It, I don't know where, where did I see it, that the New York Times functions as their conscience or something like that. How sick. 1-8 Prager 776. Chris in St. Petersburg, Florida. Hello. Dennis, thank you, and thank you for what you do. I can't tell you I had the same reaction you did. Uh, I had already seen the uh, post, and then my wife actually sent it to me, and I said, honey, I promise you, they would not have been the only ones thrown off that plane. I can't believe nobody stood up for these people. Nobody stood up. You're a good man. Tell honey she married a good man. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 800 500 8384. No, you're not alone. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Because I'm going to make this place your home. 
I am uh, talking to you about the two stories that uh, most affected me this weekend. And they are the uh, the two-year-old who wouldn't wear a mask on a United flight kicked off with the family luggage sent on to New York. It, it, it's... The, the the decline of this country in one year is so dramatic. I can't think of as dramatic a decline in any society. I mean, it's been coming for a long time. I've warned about it my whole life. We're, we didn't produce the land of the free and the home of the brave anymore. That people watched a two-year-old kicked off a plane. And half of them probably thought it was appropriate. That's part of the sickness of that of that particular story. That that's what people think you'll die or you'll get real sick from a two-year-old. We don't have any we don't have any experience of that actually happening. The plane is more likely to go down than you die from a two-year-old. So I uh, look, you have to fight, but I, I want to tell you, I, I can't sugarcoat the deterioration of America as embodied in that video. The shame on United, the shame on the FAA, the shame on this country, the shame on the passengers. It's just a shame, a giant American shame. Ron in Minneapolis, Hello. Hello, Dennis. Happy Monday. Merry Christmas to you and your staff. Thank you so much. And with that said, where's the Christmas bumper music? I, it was uh, it was forgotten for a moment. But <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're, we're all wondering the same thing. You'll have it. <laughs> all righty. Um, I'm a long t- uh, retired uh, flight attendant, and I'm happy that I am retired because having to deal with these issues on the on these flights the stupid mask and all this lack of common sense, I'm so glad I'm not a flight attendant any longer. Regarding your, 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 your topic here, all right, two, two points. Number one, it is a federal offense to interfere with the flight crew on a flight, whether it be on the ground or in flight, causing um, some jail time possibility and thousands of dollars in fines. Now, Again, I, I, I concur with you. This should never happen. Again, lack of common sense to this precious two-year-old and, and her family. Now, let's, see, let's use this scenario. What if half the passengers, if not more, stood up and start hollering, just not agreeing with what's going on? If that would have happened, then the question is, will the authorities make arrests right there on the ground? Let this incident go. Let the flight, the happy flight, take off, and everybody's happy. I don't know that, but the bottom line is: is passengers interfering with the flight crew on the ground or in flight? They're facing jail time. Oh, number one, arrest and take it off the flight. Number two, jail time and possibly a lot of fine, a thousand dollars. Right. Fines. Okay. So, the, the, look, if there is no risk, then it doesn't take any courage. What do you mean? Yes, I agree with you. So uh, those are all possibilities. So then that's when courage comes in. 
I'm on the flight. I cannot tolerate what I am seeing. If I get punished, then I get punished. Uh, if, as I said, if there's no punishment, it doesn't take courage to do anything. So uh, I, I, I would stand up. The, it's, it's, I know I would stand up. Uh, per, I'm a very public figure, so I have the advantage of anything that would happen to me would become national news, uh, which is let, part of what I would want. Let me ask you this. What do you think if half the passengers, if not more, stood up and just demanded some you know, justice here? Let the, let the family alone, you think? You're right. No, I'll tell you. First of all, I don't believe half the passengers would be uh, fined and thrown off the flight. Number two, uh, there there is uh, another half to the plane. I could see an, half the plane, given the America today, uh, half the plane, mostly Democrats, standing up and saying, kick him out, kick him out. That two-year-old's a danger to my life. Get him out. Correct. That's 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 what it would be. You'd basically have uh, an an example of a conservative, liberal difference on that plane. Liberals and leftists would get up and kick them out. That two year old, get the hell out of here, you family! You're killing me. That's what they believe. It's part of the reason for my contempt for the left. I bet you half that plane thought it was great that United kicked that family off. And guess what the politics of that half probably is? Is it unanimous? Of course not. There were decent liberals. There were foolish conservatives. But that's the way it would generally break down. It's amazing what has happened here. Dave in Seattle, Washington. Hello, Dennis. Yes, I'm. I'm very anti-mask and, and an informed anti-mask because of my brother's doctor, and we we talk about this. But I do not fault the people who did not stand up. It's the the last time I was on a plane in May. I was going to see my father for the last time because he was dying from terminal cancer. No matter how anti-mask I am, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and put a mask on if they tell me to put a mask on. And I'm not going to stick up from somebody else. But, frankly, on my flight, there was a guy in front of me. He, he looked kind of military. He had tattoos, military haircut. He took his mask off. I, I looked. Wait, this has nothing to do. Wait, it's nothing to do with adults. I wear a mask on the plane. Right. I'm but not talking about adults. I'm talking about a two-year-old. Right. And I told somebody in the store just the other day when they were scolded for not having their kid a mask, I said, I told them, I said. All right. Sit down. I'm not understanding. So, okay. What, so the point you're making is what? I'm missing it. Is that the cost is too high for people there. It's not your analogy where would we save our dog or save our stranger. It's not a life or death situation. It's. These people, uh, you feel bad for them, but there's not a thing you can do, and yes, you're going to okay, be retaliated uh, against. There's nothing right. you can do. Okay, all right. So that's the defense of doing nothing. All right. I'm glad you called. I want people to hear it. Uh, that gentleman is probably conservative. So there you go. So when does one stand up? 
If that situation does not call for standing up, I'd like to know what situation does. Nobody believes you're going to get shot. Uh, In fact, standing up and doing and just saying, uh, let them let them stay. This is sick. I don't I don't believe you'll be fined. But what what if 20 people surrounded that family? Well, what would happen is 20 people would would condemn that uh, the the 20 people who stood up. That's what that's what I'm telling you. That I believe that half that airplane thought that it was the right thing to do is as depressing a statement as I have ever made about my beloved country in the 35 years that I can't be home, sweet home. I met a man who lives in Tennessee. He was heading for... Okay, everybody, I want to remind you, by the way, there is a great service, Pure Talk USA. You get unlimited text, unlimited talk for $20 a month. I, didn't, I, I was skeptical. So I actually got a phone, got the service. It's perfect. It's the same, essentially, as what I have. Uh, in other words, what I've always had. And I don't see why you should spend any more. Dial pound 250 on your phone. Say Dennis Prager. Pound 250. Dennis Prager. I think I, I understand better now my last caller. He was visiting his dad who was dying of cancer, and he wouldn't have risked being thrown off the plane for that family, and I agree with him. But uh, there were so many points made that I didn't follow that. That's what is a good lesson, by the way, folks, and I say this totally lovingly, uh, is, look, I'm trained in this, so I don't expect, everybody, the average person, to be able to do this well. But it's a great uh, exercise in, in in communicating to, before you speak or before you write, what is the one point or two points I wish to make and only make them? The, I... I if I have time, I would like to write a book on communicating, or not even, just a short book. It would really be helpful to people. And I say it purely positively. Because if that was the point that the general wanted to make, it was, had nothing to do with adults wearing masks, which he went on to speak about. And I agree with him now. Of course you weigh... Every, every situation weighs the context. You're visiting your dying parent. You don't risk getting thrown off the plane. I, I, <laughs> if that was the point, which could have been made in two sentences, I totally agree. But I, I don't think that most people on, on the plane of the two-year-old being thrown off were visiting a dying parent or something equivalently essential. And time bound. To but remember, whatever the reason, even if it's fear of fine, just look at what we've come to—that people watch a family thrown off a plane. 
because the two-year-old wouldn't wear a mask. Do you understand what we've been reduced to? Does that not bother you? Even if you defend the people for doing nothing, does it not bother you? Okay, Ed in Chicago, hello. Dennis, it's an honor to talk to you. Thank you. um, Just this weekend, I was speaking with a white liberal sister of mine, and she shared a story from the summer when she was with her her kids. And they have, uh, I believe they're three and five-year-old, and they were in a sandbox on a playground, Another boy came up to them and wanted to play with them, and they left the sandbox to go tell their parents. So the boy came over and wants to play with us and not wearing a mask. And they left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I pushed my sister on this, I said, I, I, I sense a little bit of apprehension and sadness in your voice about this, but didn't you say, no, it's okay to play? She said, well, no, <laughs> the boy wasn't wearing a mask. And how old again? How old? Oh, three and five. The, three and five year old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure how old the other. No, I'm, no, I'm sure he was around that. Ten year olds don't play with five year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, it, but we're teaching our kids that we can, they can't be around each other, and that's right. They have to that's correct. On, on their on their kindergarten friends who are stepping out of line, which was another story that they're stepping out of line. Teacher, you need to get them to step in line. It broke my heart. Yes, you're right. Breaks my heart. Uh, I mean, the number of uh, kids in this country who have uh, not played with other children uh, for almost a year now, is it nine months? You think that that is not more dangerous to their... uh, uh, growth to their health which do you think is more dangerous that little kids play with no other kids for nine months or that they play with kids and risk getting COVID okay that's as simple as that you want to know the number of uh, why don't you look it up number of uh, deaths from COVID under uh, under 10 years old under 15 Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. All right. Challenge from Jared in Philadelphia. How do you do? I'm well. How are you? Okay. So you made a comment earlier regarding the two-year-old and said two-year-olds can't spread the virus. If I said can't, I, th- I don't think I said can't. Sure I said did. I said it's a, it's as rare Mm-mm. as uh, okay. Fine. No. I I don't think I then said I can't. You. Okay. Well, then you if said I said twice. can't, the first time you said can't. Okay. 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 Let me let me respond. You if you don't let me respond, I don't let you speak. I'm not okay. If I said can't, I was wrong. I I. It's like if I said you know you can't get killed by lightning, that would be wrong. I would say that a two year old. Infecting an adult who will be hospitalized is as rare as dying from lightning. Go ahead. That may be the case, but again, can't is not the same as 
You're yeah. right. And that's that's correct. You got to make you got to make those distinctions. I that's thought I did. I don't believe I said can't. But go ahead. Well, you can go back and check. Okay, uh, sir. Sir, is it now clear? <laughs> okay, uh, you're. you're uh, what am I going to say? Since that's what you're hung up on, I don't believe I said can't because I'm very precise in my English. If I said can't, it was wrong. You can die of a lightning strike. You can die of a two-year-old spreading the disease. Both are equally likely. That's it. Thank you. Glad that we clarified that. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, Mark in Milwaukee. Hello. Hey, Dennis. How you doing? Okay. Thank you. Hey, I got an update on the story on the two-year-old. Yeah. You're going to be shocked. The parents got their luggage back. The airlines called to see how everything was doing, and they're going to get back with them in 24 hours to let them know if that two-year-old is banned for life on that airline. True story was on Fox earlier. I'm going to check into it. Even for United or any airline, it sounds unbelievable. However, I must add, nothing is unbelievable in America today. The very fact that this thing occurred. In Sweden, they announced that, you know, they kept their schools open the entire uh, entire time. While everybody else closed schools, they kept them open for people under 16. If I recall correctly, they had no instance of a child spreading COVID to an adult. I I say I may be mistaken. That is what I recall reading or something very, very uh, similar uh, to that. Yes. Uh, Alex in uh, Castaic, California. Hello. Hey, Dennis. How are you? Okay. Thank you. Let me tell you, it is uh, on my bucket list to have a cigar with you one day. Uh, I'm very touched. Thank you. Do you smoke cigars, or you I, just, or you just uh, I, no, do it I, for I, me? I do regularly. Actually. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, so my uh, my question for you: uh, I've got three kids uh, between five and eleven years old. Uh, we are in California, so we are uh, under the thumb of regulation by Governor Newsom and uh, mandated to wear masks just about everywhere you go. I try to rebel against that as much as possible using my common sense and what uh, I... I don't wear one outside. Just for the record, I I, 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 I don't ever... Yes. Uh, if anyone ever asks inside, I always do it. I am courteous. But uh, I am not an idiot, and I will not wear it outside. And I'm not a sheep. Yes. I, I'm the same way, for instance, we're at the Christmas tree lot, and everyone was in mass, but I... Right. Tried to get my kids. Well, when I see people walking outside. alone with a mask, I, my heart breaks. This is what Americans I, have come I, to: o- obedience, and obedience and now, to now, irrationality. And now they're even uh, they do horseback riding, and because of pressure from other parents, the the horseback riding facility is now requiring the kids to wear masks while horseback riding. Outrageous. Do you know a, a friend of mine? Well, the uh, oh, hold on one second. A friend of mine. I just want to tell you this. A friend of mine does uh, bike riding. You know what is it called? Dirt dirt bike. And uh, yeah, sure. a, a guy passed him and uh, put on his mask 
while while <laughs> riding the bike and passing him. Uh, it's it's unbelievable right now. Uh, hiking, everything, uh, running. But so I guess my question is, what with my kids, I'm trying to teach them, um, you know, trying to obviously teach them to follow rules and, but also make up their own mind. Uh, what's what's the balance here? Where where what would you recommend? Well, you, 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 I, I, would, I, I, I would just I would okay. Go on. I, I didn't want to interrupt. Should you what? Well, should I? Teach him not. To, I mean, uh, again, teach him to follow the rules. But I don't agree with these rules. Well, then that's it. And so fine. So like parental parental authority is very important. They'll they'll respect you. Uh, if if you go into into any place right now, boys or are they boys? Uh, two boys and a girl. Boy, uh, my my children. If you go into any place uh, inside at this time, as an act of courtesy, put on a mask. However, yes. Uh, we are not sheep. The good Lord gave us a brain. We can use our minds. We must use our minds. Uh, fools are telling us to wear them outside. Unless, of course, you protest racism, in which case it's actually a health benefit. The, the scientific community has been poisoned by leftism and ruined just like the academic communities of your colleges. Everything the left touches, it destroys. Science is the latest victim. Check my article on that very subject of a couple of months ago. I don't remember the title, but it is essentially that, the latest victim of the left science. Your, your boys will respect you. And otherwise, why did God give us a mind? Just, just follow the rules. It's a very scary prospect to me. Just follow the rules. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. People from the hills greet people from the valley with the cheery chow and the buona thale, but they haven't time to linger as Okay, everybody, you're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. All right, covered that story. Here's another story that I didn't know about. Louisville, Kentucky. Victoria, hello. Hi, Dennis. Hi. Um, this this is a little off topic, but I was uh, it just caught my attention. I didn't even hear about it until last night. Um, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, and apparently Saturday night in Lexington, which is a college town, University of Kentucky, there's a Chabad house of the bluegrass, and there was an attack by a someone who came up while they were doing the menorah lighting and drove up and shouted some profanities and obscene language at the group. And apparently one of the individuals who was between the family members and children and the, the vehicle that pulled up, uh, his arm was grabbed and was dragged about a block, and he was also run over. I believe his leg was damaged, so um, he's still recovering from that. But I, I mean, don't know the, the man, wait, the man who shot the obscenities grabbed somebody? Yeah, he grabbed a gentleman. Who All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into it. I, you know, look. There are evil people uh, everywhere on earth, and there are some here. If there was anything organized, I would be – look, this is evil, but uh, it is not I, – I, I don't preoccupy myself with the acts of evil individuals unless they represent something larger. So that if an Islamist 
beheads a, a Frenchman, as happened twice in the last month, uh, and then and while while uh, chanting Allahu Akbar, that's part of something larger. It's not some individual loony. So that's the question that people ask. It's a very sad story, it's, and I, uh, I I trust they'll be prosecuted. Although you don't know with prosecutors these days. And in, in, uh, I'm not sure he would be prosecuted in Los Angeles. Uh, the uh, Los Angeles people, Los Angeles citizens, voted to have somebody basically allow crime to take place. We are living in an America today where the left is destroying law and order and is destroying, uh, I believe it is also destroying the vote. Even even if it were honest, and I don't believe it was honest, uh, b- but even if it was honest, uh, the, the notion of sending out tens of millions of ballots six weeks in advance to people who never requested them, the only purpose is to, is to render uh, voting uh, more open to distortion. That's all. There is no, there's no good purpose to it. Even if it were honest... Election day is supposed to be on election day. How's that for a quaint notion? Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's a three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384.